Lions have a new defensive tackle, and we talk to Andrew Siciliano. You are Locked On Lions, your daily Detroit Lions podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's good, everybody? Matt Derry with you. It is another episode of Locked On Lions right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Indeed, your team every day on a Tuesday, December 5th into Wednesday, December 6th. Andrew Siciliano, host on the NFL Network, former host of the DirecTV Red Zone channel. Miss Andrew so much on the Red Zone, um, but he's still on NFL Network, of course, calls games in the, uh, the LA Rams, did some Browns games this year. He's going to join us momentarily right here on Locked On Lions. Thanks for making us your first listen and checking us out wherever you get your podcasts. That includes on our Locked On Lions YouTube channel. Please subscribe. We're getting close to 9,000 subscribers, and uh, that's exciting. So uh, check us out on YouTube. Of course, follow us on Twitter at Dairy Speaks, at Locked On Lions, Matt Dairy Facebook fan page, and of course on threads as well at The Real Matt Dairy. Locked On Lions today brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app. Create an account and use code LOCKEDONNFL for $20 off your first purchase. Last-minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. All right, so before we get to Andrew and talk about all things Lions with Mr. Siciliano, Detroit at 9-3, and three, at the Bears this coming Sunday uh, at Soldier Field, looking for the season series sweep of Chicago. But we mentioned yesterday that Dan Campbell said Aleem McNeil is banged up and there's a chance he does not play. Sunday in Chicago. So the Lions need some help along the interior of the defensive line. And today they have signed 36-year-old Tyson Alu-Alu, ex of the Pittsburgh Steelers and Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, reportedly, Alu-Alu will start off on the Lions practice squad. Um, here's the thing with the Lions defensive tackles. Brad Holmes has done an amazing job with this team. He's a very good general manager. He has won the draft many times. He's done well. But one thing Brad Holmes hasn't done great with is drafting defensive linemen. All right, Aiden Hutchinson is an edge rusher. He's been awesome. All right, he's been very good. But the Josh Pascals of the world, the Broderick Martins, the Levi Onzariques, um, you know, McNeil's been good. But some of these others have not panned out. And now the Lions are forced, especially with, you know, Onzarike, uh, Broderick Martin, um, um, uh, Isaiah Bugs, they've all been no-shows the last few weeks. I mean, Broderick Martin was taken in the third round, folks. He never plays. So now the Lions are going out and getting the number 10 overall pick from the 2010 draft, who played his first seven years with the Jaguars in 191 career games. Alu-Alu has started 113 games. He's recorded 25 sacks, 46 TFLs, and 70 quarterback hits. He's a big man. He's a nose tackle, but he's 36 years old and hasn't played football since last season. Played in 17 games for the Steelers last year, but uh, a 36-year-old replacement, reinforcement, Tyson Alu-Alu is uh, coming to Detroit. Certainly the interior guys, Martin Onzarike, who's just been battling injuries for three years. Uh, Isaiah Bugs, who for some reason is, is inactive every week, it seems like. There's been some issues with him off the field, and uh, then, then he seemed to be back in the good graces with the team. 
Now, again, he's he's not been playing. Lions need to find some help on the interior. And remember, Quinton Bohanna, who was signed from the Cowboys, um, has mostly been active ahead of Bugs and Onzerike and Martin the last few weeks. Now, Alu-Alu is 36. It's like 36-year-old uh, reunion time in Allen Park. First Bruce Irvin, now Tyson Alu-Alu. He is your newest Detroit Lion. We will talk everything Lions with Andrew Siciliano uh, from NFL Network. We'll do that coming up next. But first, Game Time app. We've told you about it. It's phenomenal. It's the best place to buy tickets, whether it's last-minute tickets or whatever it is. Whatever it is. You got to love game time. All right. You shouldn't have to worry when you're buying tickets to your next big event because of the game time app. It's fast. It's easy. Best way to buy tickets, whether it's music, sports, comedy, theater, whatever it is, killer last minute deals, all in prices. Plus the one thing I love about the app views from your seat and their best price guarantee. Easy to find and buy tickets for any kind of event in your area by just downloading the game time app. See that view from your seat before you buy. So you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. All-in prices show your total up front so you know what you're getting with a great deal uh, without any hidden fees. Do me do yourself a favor. Download that GameTime app. Create an account. Use code LOCKDOWNNFL for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account. Redeem the code LOCKDOWNNFL, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N-NFL for $20 off. Download GameTime today. Last-minute tickets. Lowest price. Guaranteed. All right, as promised, everybody, let's bring him in right now. Our guest today on Lockdown Lions, NFL Network, legend out in Los Angeles, the great Andrew Siciliano is with us today. Andrew, great to see you. As promised or as threatened? Which one? Oh, I, I promised at the start of okay. the show you were coming on, and here you are. What is that, coffee? What yeah, do you got? Man. Coffee. <laughs> yeah, what's the, you don't what's, like coffee? What's the, no, what's the coffee drink of choice for uh, Andrew Siciliano on a, on a Tuesday morning? Black, really? Yeah. Why would I, in any way, why why would I ruin my caffeine injection with dairy? Yeah. I mean, not. I mean, D A I R Y. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, hold on, but you're out in L A. It's isn't it like real chic to go out and get some sort of like cool sure. coffee? That's I mean, your... oh, do we have a bunch of cool coffee places? Yes, I enjoy frequenting all of them. Give me black oh. coffee. Really? Yeah. I. All right. yeah. What's going I, I on? With you? I, I don't How, get why people ruin their coffee with and make it an ice cream float. For Pete's sake, give me my damn caffeine. This is good. See, this is what we need to be seeing on those new NFL shows you're doing with like Steve Weish and Cynthia Freeland. I want to know what Cynthia Freeland's doing with her coffee. <laughs> uh, she she is a big Lions fan. You know that. Yes. 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 Um, I don't know how she takes her coffee. She lives right down the street, though. I ran into her literally, almost physically, ran into her while running uh, last week. So, her and her dog. I'm, I'm, I'm just saying, maybe that's a topic on, on a, you know, maybe there, there's never any clunker. We'll, ma- we'll make a wacky bit about it. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah. Uh, sure. Like, like a I'll, wacky, I'll pinch it. I'll wacky pinch morning, it. Show, wacky morning yeah. show bit. <laughs> yes, let's let's do it. We'll do uh, GMFB Sunday coffee power rankings. Man. Yeah, and probability to make the playoffs with said cup of coffee. So we had you on before the season, and you said it. Hey, the Lions are looking good. 
now that you're we're 12 games in and you look at a nine and three football team, what, what do you see? See, I think they're looking good. I, I would be somewhat concerned with the fact that there are so many nail biters or come from behind victories or hang on for dear life like this past week victories in the last month. But a, a win is a win is a win. You know, part of me goes back to what the Eagles were going through um, the early half of the season when they were beating everybody, but their fan base, which is perpetually unhappy. We know this, but their fan base was, was, well, they don't look the same. They don't look right. Something's not right. Oh my God. I mean, whatever. And, and now they lose to the Niners. They get their, their butts kicked and you know, it's an emergency. I, I don't think it's an emergency with the lions. However, uh, there's two ways to look at it. These games are way too close. They shouldn't be this close. And eventually their luck will run out. Look at the Vikings last year. They won all these one possession games and magic and luck and everything was on their side every single Sunday. The luck eventually ran out. And there's something to that, I think, for the Lions where you just hope it doesn't run out. On the flip side of it, and this is the optimist, this is the glass half full of coffee angle. <laughs> and that is they are now accustomed to being in these situations and that will serve them well come January, right? Because, hey, we've been here. We're used to it. I don't know that the schedule does them any favors, you know, aside from the Bears this week who, who you know, they should have lost to, honestly. Bears blew that game a couple of weeks ago. Everyone on their schedule is a legit contender fighting for a playoff spot. It's interesting, you know, you were somebody that, that saw Jared go off a lot more than we did in Detroit. And, you know, when push comes to shove, like you said, tight game this past week. You have 21 nothing against the Saints. It should be over. It wasn't. But lo and behold, end of games, golf just seems to deliver that knockout pass or e even evading the rush this week to kind of yeah. ice that game. What would you think of that? I mean, two things. Number one, the, the fact that Dan Campbell went for it, interesting. But, you know, Jared backed him up. And, and I mean, he, he's about to get sacked. He, he, he's – I mean, he almost – I don't, I don't know that he even threw that ball. It was almost like I he know. pushed that ball like to Josh, guy that he trusts most from here. Josh made a great catch, and and they survived. I, I trust Jared in those moments. I, I will – and I bet Jared would tell you this if he hasn't already. I'm sure he has. He's a better quarterback now than the quarterback that went to the Super Bowl with the Rams in 2018. I would also argue, despite the ugly score and despite the fact that the Rams didn't score a touchdown and all those things that people remember from, from that Belichick Super Bowl there, their last one um, – Brandon Cooks catches that ball in the end zone. It's a one-possession game. I mean, it's a one-possession game in the fourth quarter. We, we got a different game. Jared put it on Brandon Cooks in the end zone. He couldn't catch it. Now, he was late for the one deep in the middle of the end zone. That was on Jared. But, um, you know, he made plays where that could have, should have been closer than it was in the fourth quarter, and, and people didn't back him up. I, I trust Jared. If there are people who want to nitpick his performances now whenever he has a bad day, and look, six turnovers in two games is very concerning. Um, you know what to have with you. You're just someone who doesn't like the guy, and you're looking for an excuse to not like him again. Andrew Siciliano with us from the NFL Network. Um, what about – you look at this team and you go, all right, what, what do you like the most? What do you what excites you? And then what, maybe what worries you as we, we have five games to go? Um, I'm worried that you're giving up 29 to the Packers and 28 to the Saints and 26 to the Bears and 38 yeah. to a Chargers team that I know it was a downpour and it was just ugly in New England on Sunday, but a Chargers team that survived with two short field, field goals – 
and beat the Patriots, um, that's the team you were dealing with. Um, I think that is a legitimate concern come playoff time. They, they've they've got to find a way to to take some of the pressure off that offense. Twenty one to nothing right out of the gate is great, but you, you can't be hanging on for dear life at the end. The defense has got to put more pressure on the quarterback. The defense has got to give that offense more short fields. Now, I, I, I do realize that those six Jared Goff turnovers in in that week there in those two games, um, obviously a huge part of those defensive numbers here, the scores at least, and what they've allowed. But uh, the defense is is what does concern me, but that's not exactly a shocker there. No, and, and what's interesting, though, is here, and you mentioned before about Eagles fans nitpicking, but the Lions are 9-3. Nine, nine and three. You know, you and I are having a conversation. How many times have I had you on this show over the last seven years where you said, I haven't watched a lot of Lions. I just, I, I you're they're not top of mind. Now you're seeing every game because they're there, and sure. Yet we we nitpick a little bit because the division isn't isn't good. They should win it. They're going to win it. But now it's almost like we've elevated our expectations as a fan, mm-hmm. as you know, because you know we both grew up Browns fans. Like that's a good thing, right? That we're that absolutely we're right. Look, I mean, yes. To your point, would you rather be jockeying for draft position right now, or would you rather be sweating out <laughs> close victories? And considering the possibility of getting home field advantage. Sure. Okay. Yeah. And I also say, I'll, I'll say what I, I've been saying all year. No one wants to go to Detroit to play a playoff game. Nobody. Now, I do think it's fascinating, this thing setting up with the Vikings. You know what I'm talking about. Playing them twice right. you know, in three weeks at the end of the season. And then the possibility, if the playoffs were to end right now, which they don't, clearly. But the possibility of a 6-3 game with the Vikings and the Lions playing again for a third time in a month. I mean, that's, I mean, that, that actually leads me to question whether or not we would see some kind of tweak in the scheduling process or some kind of tweak in the can division foes play each other in the wild card round thinking if a team were to have to play two teams were to have to play each other three times in one, it would be like 17 days, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, that's absurd. It is absurd. You know, I thought you were going with this was the possibility of one Matthew Stafford coming back to Detroit. Well, there's Lions, that too. Lions finally hosting a playoff game yeah. for the first time since 1993. And then he, he of all people comms back into town. You got that story. The face Jared Goff. Right. McVay and That'd Goff. That would be amazing. Aaron Donald, whom the Lions passed on for Eric Ebron. I mean, there's zillion. Like, do people still talk about that there? I do. <laughs> really? I mean, no, I mean, not regularly, but okay. let's say Aaron Donald came into play the Lions at Ford Field for the first playoff game in 30 years at home, and he was a game wrecker. It's just a reminder, that's all. My, my buddy, my buddy Will Kalick, who uh, was my right-hand man of the Red Zone Channel. And I met Will. Years. Will's the yeah, man. you did when you came out. Um, diehard Lions fans, you guys obviously had a, had a nice afternoon together when you came out. He, he named, or was it you? I think it was Will who named the former number 85 of the Detroit Lions, the tight end who you just mentioned, dropped to miss prime. That's right. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That was a good one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but seriously, like, and you're, you've done, uh, you do the Rams preseason games. Like, would you say, oh, geez, the Lions should not want to play that team down the road? It's the playoffs. Anything can happen. I think the Lions should be happy getting a home game in the postseason. And whoever you play, you play. I, I mean, that's the way I would look at it. 
the the Lions are going to be tested. Like everyone I know has their their eyes on the one seed. So let's say they beat the Bears in Chicago. They should, right? The Bears are are well-rested, though. Let's say they beat the Bears this week. You then have the the Broncos very much fighting for a playoff spot, right, in prime time. You got to go to the Vikings. You got to go to the Cowboys and get the Vikings again. I I mean, if I told you that after the Bears game, they go one and three down the stretch, would you be – what would your reaction be? Well, it still would be 11 wins. You'd obviously be concerned, but I don't expect but a, them. I, I don't expect wins. them to beat Dallas. I don't expect them to beat Dallas. I don't think so. Okay. Why? Jimmy Johnson's getting his name up on the thing. I think that's a loss. You think that matters to the current Cowboys that Jimmy Johnson's getting no, his name up? No, but it's going to be hype, and I just, I don't know. It just Every boring. Cowboys game is hype. That's true. Like, 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 seriously, if the Cowboys were to cut Brandon Aubrey today, they're a kicker who hasn't missed. They wouldn't do that, but just bear with me. Yeah. If they were to, let's say they put him on IR because he tweaked an ankle in practice, it would be the number one story on NFL.com. I don't mean we would put it at the top of the stack. Right. I mean, it would be the most clicked on story on NFL.com. So any and everything <laughs> the Cowboys true. do will be the most hyped. If and when the Cowboys lose in the opening round of the playoffs because they have to go on the road, it will be the number one story for the remainder of the American sports media 2024 calendar. Nothing will top it. Nothing. Okay? Not, not not even a Taylor Swift or LeBron. Travis Kelsey could fight LeBron. At, <laughs> okay. And at, the Cowboys. At, like at in in Augusta. <laughs> Okay, during the final round of the Masters, and it wouldn't be a bigger story than the Cowboys and then what Dak Prescott's contract will inevitably be after they lose in the first round of the playoffs. Fair enough. Fair enough. (laughs) Andrew Siciliano with us, host on the NFL Network. I want to ask him about uh, the state of the NFC, what's going on there. Top, uh, you know, top to bottom, we'll do that where the Lions also sit. Locked on Lions today, though, brought to you by our friends at Jace Medical. I know we come to sports to escape from some of the crazy realities of real life, but can we talk just a minute about preparing for real life? According to the FDA, pharmacies are running out of antibiotics like amoxicillin, right in the middle of the worst flu season in over a decade, and certainly that is scary. Can't even imagine a more helpless feeling than if my wife or one of my kids got sick while a supply chain issue kept them from the life-saving medication that they needed. Thankfully, we got Jace Medical. The Jace case is a pack of five different antibiotics to treat a long list of bacterial illnesses, including UTIs, respiratory infections, sinitis, or sinusitis, skin infections, and everything else. Go to jacemedical.com and complete your physician encounter. It will be reviewed by a board-certified physician, and your medications will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. It's never been more important to be prepared than right now. Go to jacemedical.com. That's J-A-S-E medical.com. Use offer code LOCKDOWN to get $20 off your order. Andrew Siciliano with us, the great Andrew Siciliano. We miss you on Sundays, brother. I'm, Matt, I'm, break, breaking news. Uh, Tommy DeVito, Syracuse, uh, has just been named the Giants quarterback for 2014 <laughs> against the Packers. But I miss you, but I miss you too. Yes. No, yes. no, continue. I'm sorry. People just ask all the time because they know that I know you and they'll say, what's he doing on Sundays? I said, what's he doing on Sundays? He's on the air. I know you miss the original direct TV red zone, but uh, mm-hmm. tell, tell the, tell the audience what you're doing on Sundays. Cause you're back. 
Why, thank you, Matt, for that question. Teeing me up perfectly. Um, we are. We're doing a show. It, it doesn't get a lot of pub. Um, it's a streaming show, but it's an NFL Network production. It's called NFL Game Day Preview, so it's under the Game Day umbrella. Uh, it's just not on the network. It's on basically any possible platform on which you can watch streaming NFL content. Most significantly, it's on the NFL's YouTube channel, which has like 12 million subscribers. Not on YouTube TV, but on the NFL's YouTube channel. So, for example, when your kids who only watch YouTube, you know, they get the notification. Exactly. You know, from a hey, video like this Sunday, bam, noon Eastern, you get the notification. Here's the show. So it's called NFL Game Day Preview. It's Steve Weich and yours truly and Cynthia Freeland and uh, Fantasy, whether it's Rank or Florio or Marcus Grant, they all do great jobs. And then all our reporters, the same reporters on game day morning, right? So Pelicero's at the game. Where was Tom this week? In New, New Orleans, Orleans, right? New and, Orleans and with us, yeah, yeah. Palmer, I think, is in Philadelphia. No, Palmer was in Houston. You get my point. All our reporters, Stacey Dales was in Philly, everywhere. Join us as well. They do the game day morning hit with Rich, and then they do the hit with us for, for game day preview. Um, and we have a blast. You could also watch it on um, – it's, it's called the NFL Channel. So there's a free – NFL Network, that's not NFL Network, it's like a second NFL Network that's on all the streaming platforms, on Tubi, on Roku, on Peacock, on Pluto TV, on Samsung TV. We all have smart TVs now, and we all have that thing like with the free channels, like a built-in guide, and you're like, oh, what is that? Go there. You can find Because the NFL has like a second NFL Network there for free. And that's where it is. They're called fast channels, free advertising supported television. Um, they're kind of the thing. They're the future. It's the biggest growth in any streaming platform, these channels. So you can watch it there. You could also just go to the front of NFL.com, NFL.com slash NFL channel and watch it there as well. So uh, we're doing that. And I'm also doing play by play. I've done a couple of games when, when Jim Donovan um, has been battling cancer. Great to have Jim back, honor my life to do a couple of Browns games. Um, you got some college, good ones too. I got some good ones. Got the Niners and the Colts <laughs> game. Uh, did a little college football on Peacock as well for NBC. Did a Buckeye game. Um, so trying to keep busy, trying to have fun. Life goes on. Oh, it's great. Um, state of the NFC in your mind. I mean, now I'm hearing like our, our buddy Adam Shine showing on sports. I heard him yesterday. I was driving the car and he says, I can't believe. Right, he's like, just give the Niners the Super Bowl championship. They just won. The, it's like, hold on, Adam. But that's I am. but how what is the state of the nfc in your mind how do you look at the tiers how do you look at the top obviously san francisco by way of this past weekend i'm assuming is number one but where do you see the lions in this whole thing i think san francisco is number one and then there's the rest of the nfc I, i i really do believe that i think what the niners did if you look at it there are three losses and they lost three games in a row fair and square their three losses came without trent williams and debo samuel if they stay healthy, which has always been the case with the 49ers, right? Hey, if they're healthy, and, and they've had their instances the last couple of years where they haven't been, and when they are, they, they make it to the end. Um, the Niners are clearly the best team full stop. End of conversation. When they added Chase Young for a steal. like I mean, you talk about, like, John Lynch should have worn a ski mask when they handed that trade into the league office. They got Chase Young for, in essence, a fourth-round pick. They call it a compensatory three, but if the first three rounds have 96 selections and then you start the compensatory picks, right, 
the compensatory picks for the Niners, let's say, let's just call it 100, might be up to like 105. So are you telling me that nobody would give the commanders something more than pick 100 or pick 105? That's what they gave up for Chase Young. And then if he walks, they don't want him, let's say. So they got yeah. other, other mouths to feed, too expensive a contract. If he walks, in all likelihood, they get back a third-round compensatory pick a couple of years, in two years, right? So there's a chance they move up a few picks in the pick they get back from Chase Young two years later. I mean, that was theft. And since they got Chase Young, their pass rush has come alive again. They are the best team. And then it's between the Lions and the Eagles, honestly. I would say the Eagles because they have the skins on the wall, but clearly their defense was exposed a bit. Oh, Shaq Leonard is going to fix it. I like Shaq Leonard, but the guy couldn't get on the field for Indianapolis. Our boy Zayer Franklin from SU is out playing him, tackle machine. So um, I don't know, honestly, um, between the Lions, the Cowboys, and the Eagles, who is number two. Really? But I, I, I think the chalk at the top of the NFC right now is better than the chalk at the top of the AFC. You're going to tick off some of my listeners with that Chase Young thing because that's the biggest thing. I mean, everybody loves what Brad Holmes has done, but stood, stood pat at the deadline, added Donovan Peoples-Jones, who's done nothing. But Hey, the Browns we, would love DPJ back this week with Amari Cooper down. Yeah, but didn't go and get Montez Sweat or Chase Young, or I'm not saying they were going to trade for Daniel Hunter or Brian Burns, but didn't go get that edge, and and uh, they can't get to the, they can't get to the pass to the to the quarterback now. Well, so. Montez Sweat went for a two. I mean, yeah. that, that was that was a lot, and and it, and it's a Bears too. I mean, Montez Sweat went for pick thirty six in essence, thirty seven right now. That's a lot. But Lion fans would have loved to have made some sure. sort of defensive addition like a Chase Young at the deadline. So we'll see. So you so you're you're not even. You're not even saying – you're saying Detroit, Philly, and Dallas all in the same line right now. Okay. Don't you think? I still would say – I would still put Philly ahead of the Lions, even sure. though they had a bad loss. Okay, but but what if the Cowboys pound on the Eagles this week? True. True. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I say I'll bunch them in together because I think if, if you were to play a four-team tournament, right, those are your division winners, let's say. Um, well, they can't both – I mean, someone's got to win the East. It's not going to be – you know, both Philly and Dallas. But if, if you were to play a four-team tournament there, I think the Niners are clearly number one. But if you took the Niners out of it, I could realistically see any of those teams winning. I could see the Lions winning in Philly. I could see the Lions winning in Dallas. Hmm. I could. But I'd also like to see Dallas, um, when they face good teams, beat good teams and do so handily. Uh, I mean, the part of me wants to say the Cowboys are the Miami Dolphins of the NFC, you know? Show me a good win. I think, you know, the fact that we're even having this discussion and saying Detroit is in the same class as Philly and Dallas is good enough for me. Uh, I think it's exciting. People are into it. And I love that you said that. Um, but but hold, can I ask you this? <laughs> With yes. expectations as sky high as they are, what's it like living on the other side of the street this year where – Anything short of a trip to Vegas is considered, I'm going to guess, a disappointment, right? For the Lions? Yes. No, one. I don't think anybody expects them to go to Vegas. I think really? They, no. 
I well, I think some fans do, but I think mostly so, it's got to win the division. Okay, and then see who the matchup is. If they play Seattle, there will be a lot, many fans going. Geno Smith's owned us for three years. We're not going to win that game. It, it and, just, and, and have like game. have like Jim Caldwell nightmares from going to Seattle. I don't know about that. I'm just saying. But, like, I mean, Geno Smith. Get my my point is with the Lions. Let me pull back on the Vegas. Yes, I, I get a clear impression, and it's understandable. And I would feel the same way as well if I were a Lions fan that. Just getting into the playoffs isn't good enough because you feel that you have something special with good reason. Yeah. I think they're Am I wrong. I think most fans say right now, Drew, Lions win the division and should win a home playoff game. Then yes. it's then it's gravy from there on out. Okay. But the so way kind of like the Browns playing, in 2020. Well, like like you said, the way the uh um the way they're playing right now defensively. You know, it's it's a little bit concerning. You can't, I mean, thank goodness Jameis Winston came into that game Sunday or Derek Carr was 15 out of 16 or something at the end of that game. I mean, it was ridiculous. Did any, did any of those passes travel more than five yards in the air? Cars or Jameis? <laughs> Cars. <laughs> uh, there was a lot of dink and dunk, but hey, they were completed, you know. Crazy. Sure. All right, buddy. It's great to see you. Love talking to you as always. And uh Likewise. Enjoy the rest of the season, my friend. When, when can we see it today? What's your schedule today? Uh, I'll be on the uh, the Power Ranking show on the NFL channel, also a podcast. Do you want to know where the Lions are in the new NFL Power Rankings? Please, break some Let news. me pull them up right now. All right. Um, hold on. NFL Power Rankings. Um, the Lions are seven. All right. Seven. That's fair. Yeah. Okay. Uh, behind <laughs> behind the Chiefs, the Dolphins, the Cowboys, the Eagles, the Ravens, and the 49ers. All right. That's fair. NFL.com slash power rankings. Yeah. All right. Find Andrew Siciliano wherever you have a television. How about that? You know, everybody, they always say, find us wherever you get your podcast. I'm just going to say yes. wherever you, you have a do TV that or, or you, Roku you or Tubi. I've watched you watch. on Tubi before. Watch on the black mirror, though. Y'all have to keep in your pocket as well. Exactly. All right, brother. Great to see you. Yes, sir. Likewise. There he is, Andrew Siciliano with us. NFL Network. We are back again tomorrow with a Wednesday. Locked online.